War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06, 12.06 on this Thursday. It is Jan- uh, January, June, June 16th. Come on, Juan. Folks, we've already been on the go. It is the John DePietro Show. Hello to everybody tuning in on, on uh, Facebook Live. Please share that you're watching. Thank you for the stars in advance. Also, everybody on YouTube Live as well. We are back on our platform there. And then we pull in some crowd when Twitter, and then, of course, on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, this portion of the program on this already a busy Thursday. Juan has already been out and about. A body was pulled from the water right off of Oakland Beach. I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. But this portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop and see everything available. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets hanging in patience, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch are available. Hey, listen, Father's Day is coming up on Sunday. They have gift certificates. They have great, unique gifts for your dad. Stop it and see them. Full-scale nursery, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR landscape materials and garden center they also have great the vegetable plants there are fantastic they work hard folks you shop local it's my friend steve and debbie and junior and byron look for them on facebook they update they're open seven days a week so i want to welcome everybody in this is officially the 12 noon report i used to say just the noon report and then some people said well what what time is that on is that in the afternoon uh, so we're now at 12.08 in the Ocean State, we call it the 12 noon report, just so there's no uh, one is not confusing anyone. Folks, we have a lot of updates on the website, and you want to make sure you check it out, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Again, good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook. The crowds keep getting bigger. Make sure some people say to me, Juan, I'm not getting, <coughs> I'm not getting notified when you go live. Well, if you click the like button on the page and it just we, we've had uh, some record growth just the past couple of weeks um incredible growth it, you you then get notified when we go live but then at the same token you have to check the notification areas on facebook so i know some people it's the first time they're navigating that way we do post a lot of the facebook videos then we post them after the fact on the website to petro.com and it's um don't forget, folks, to Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A huge bar area, restaurant. It's delicious. They're open right now. They'll be open tonight. Obviously, uh, tonight, Game 6, Celtics, Golden State. Catch all the action at the Coesed Inn. So, apparently, false alarm. We did learn this morning. We did a very brief uh, live broadcast from there earlier this morning but they did apparently pull a body out of the water in warwick it's it's kind of to the um there's a lot of marinas around there but you if you're going towards oakland beach you don't go all the way down to the peak if you go to the left of that so 
there was a male pulled from the water. <coughs> um, I think they're still trying to figure out all the details. Obviously, um, a life was lost. Not sure when that happened. It is my understanding that individual may have just floated there. But the thing that caught everyone's attention, and by the way, thank you to many different people that then did reach out to me uh, to make sure that we knew about it. And and we were, in fact, en route. But um, people, you know, I, I don't know. You could say it's good news and bad news. But it was not, it is not, in fact, um, Charlotte Lester. It is, it is not Charlotte Lester. Therefore, the search is still on for this Saturday. Um, folks, you know, the, the, this, the, the police right now, for various reasons, by the way, tonight, if you want to get the latest on the Charlotte Lester case, don't miss it. We're going to have our legal expert. If you just missed last hour, I mean, Tim Dodd brought his A game and we walked through the Charlotte Lester case, some of the legal elements to it. We also talked about the gun bills. It was last hour. That'll be up later on the website under a radio show on DePetro.com. But the search is this Saturday. It's at Belmont Park. All the information about that is one of two places. It's either on the Facebook page or it's on the website, DePetro.com, and you can surf around. Now, I also just want to address, there's a number of um, individuals that are, there's nothing wrong with it. And people sometimes, you know, they, they don't come to a story immediately. There's nothing wrong with that. We have a number of different people that they seem, you know, they have a lot of different questions about the case. And fortunately, there are some individuals that, number one, bring up good questions. Number two, been following it very intensively. And so um, if you go on the Facebook page, there is a thread, two of them now actually, dedicated to people that can either share thoughts and or ask questions. And and as I you know I I try to I, I want to um um be um you know I just don't have time to answer all these individual questions especially you have some people that are like brand new you know they just learned about it they find it intriguing it's a missing persons case you have the police camped out on Staples Avenue um, and then. You know, the whole thing of the dog and this will be the third search. So my point is, I, I, I'm not trying to ignore various people, but if, if I just spent all day, it would take all day just sitting answering all these individual questions. People have questions about, you know, her phone and, and the dog and all this other stuff. But the good news is that that's why these threads are established. If you're unfamiliar with but it's 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 like ongoing conversations. You can post questions. You can answer questions. There's a lot happening on that Facebook page, John DePietro Show. So again, I know if there's someone listening or watching and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm still waiting for your questions about her cell phone. I, 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 I promise you, if you post the question, some will in, will in fact answer that. So, um, so about the search on Saturday, I don't know. It's a missing person case. It's a mystery. Um, I, I think tonight we're going to have attorney Tim Dodd. We're going to feature him Facebook Live, one after dark, what have you, one on the scene. That's later, after seven tonight, and we're going to go through the different legal elements of the case. He was he was great, um, and there are so many people listening that are Tim Dodd fans. I think he's one of the top uh, you know attorneys in the state. And um, and and by the way, if you want to get a hold of him, I should mention that there is a link on the website to Petro.com. 
uh, someone reached out to me saying, you know, one, I, I hear Tim Dodd. Could I, I, I need to hire him. I need to absolutely contact him. What are you kidding me? I, he's not a retired lawyer. He's a practicing lawyer. He's in and out of the courts. But um, we're going to feature him tonight. Go through some of that. Every time we, we do it, um, we, we, I mean, I admittedly, we, we learn a lot. So, now, folks, right now at 1214 on this Thursday. So, again, I, I, I don't want to put people off, but I also notice um, this is a little bit of a wand vent. But some people, you know, there's an expression, if you, if you feed a stray dog, they always come back. I find some people that if I answer one question, they then have ten questions, you know. So that's always like the decision I have to weigh. Do I answer the question? Will that satisfy them? It never satisfies them. Then they have... You know, 12 questions. So um, there, there are people that can answer these questions and, and they they exist and, and everyone can interact on their own without one having to be in the middle of it. Folks, this portion of the program, though, um, on this Thursday is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, listen, AtMed, A-T-M-E-D, AtMed Urgent Care. I received a nice email from Caroline. That said, Juan, thank you so much for telling me about AdMed. I didn't know they existed. Apparently, she had to bring her sister recently to an emergency room. They waited seven and a half hours at the emergency room. So, folks, it's not like that at AdMed Urgent Care. Johnson location, 1524 Atwood Avenue. You can look them up online, by the way. They have a good, easy-to-navigate website, atmedurgentcare.net. And also the East Greenwich location, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. You know, I, I, I use it. I use them instead of going to a hospital emergency room where, you know, um, sometimes, as as Fred said, uh, he felt like he was the only person in the emergency room that, that was um, – Speaking English, uh, it's not like that at Admin Urgent Care. So people drive to it. They don't walk to it most of the time, and they're not taking a bus to it. So stop in two locations. They do everything an emergency room could do. Walk-in routine urgent care. The waits are much less. Maybe, maybe an hour. 90 minutes tops. Minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, work-related injuries. Laboratory um, adult vaccinations, and if you have COVID or a family member does, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions, which, boom, can zap COVID. As a matter of fact, I think they're the biggest provider in the state. So it's at Med Urgent Care. And I believe Helen even told the people there that she found out about them from the John DePietro show. I think Helen, if I remember her email, she said she she's driven by a bunch of times and then her neighbor actually something happened with her neighbor and the neighbor asked her to give her a ride to the emergency room. She said, you know what? I'm going to take you to that Admin Urgent Care. And they were, I think, in and out in an hour, actually. So if I have the details right. So folks, stop it and see them. Well, right now at um at twelve seventeen, folks, you you definitely get the feeling I think anyway that the the country um, that that I, I don't I'm, I don't think I'm going to break any news on this, but the the country is um, it, it, Biden has basically lost control of the country, and I hate to say that, but I always, as many of you know that have listened and followed the program, I, I just always feel we have to kind of deal in reality and um, to to. To try to 
Biden has just lost control of the country. They, they don't know what to do. Um, inflation is way out of control. Um, yes, okay. So now other media are quoting me saying that the body pulled is unrelated to the missing uh, Charlotte Lester. Okay. Thank you for quoting me. But um, something that's happening is they, they just, they don't know, like, what to do at this point. Not only the Biden administration. What I also don't understand, oh, and today is Governor McKee's birthday. I didn't realize that. I think he is 71 years old, I believe. Governor, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. But as much as the McKee people want to celebrate this business of unemployment in the state, and I, you know, they're kind of touting that, that that this is, you know, this is incredible. Lowest unemployment rate in 34 years. <clears throat> um, I don't know anyone that, that agrees with that. Because everyone that I talk to, that there are still there are still um, businesses that they don't have full working hours or they're not even locations fully open because they can't find staff. So as much as, you know, Governor McKee, May unemployment rate fell to 2.9%. Rhode Island-based jobs increased by 900 from April. Well, that's because of seasonal employment. You know, that's Block Island. That's Newport. That's Narragansett. That's, that's like Christmas help, but it's seasonal summer help. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with it. But the state has had all of this money. And here's Governor McKee. Rhode Island's unemployment rate has fallen to 2.9%. The first time it's below 3% in 34 years. And this business, you know, we have the momentum. Let's keep going. 900 summer. Well, I I know of people, college students are seasonal employees. There's high school students are seasonal employees. There's a number of, of summer jobs of people that in fact, you know, are, are working. But I'll tell you one of the, the largest, I'll tell you where um, I believe where the state has just gone down the wrong path. And no one will convince me differently, by the way. And that is the fact that whether people want to admit it or not, and hear me out. <coughs> um, the progressives are running the Rhode Island State House. That, and there's no other way, as much as the moderate Democrats try to pretend they're not they are and i'll tell you whether it's governor mckee that wants to hand out licenses to illegals and notice they're waiting till the very end of the session to do that um i think people also need to be on guard some people get excited oh good look they're having a hearing on a friday folks experience has told us always be careful of hearings on fridays because then it gets boom, washed away with it becomes the friday news drop and it's washed away through the weekend But a major problem that we are finding is progressives. If you follow their policies and that like that Matt Brown, the big progressive, whether the McKee people want to admit it or not, they are wildly intimidated by that guy. And they shouldn't be because all they are is loud. They're the people that are sleeping out of the statehouse. So look at the people right now that are not in the workforce. And there's a lot of them. Number one, it's incredible the amount of people that are in disability. 
the di- and, and they just get the monthly disability, but they're actually perfectly able to work. There are people, and there's hordes of them in Rhode Island that are getting disability checks, but they could be working a register, working something, something. But the problem with the McKee administration, the progressives, see, it also ties in with this whole narrative of you got to do more to help the, ho- the, the homeless. Because what they've actually carved out, and no one else, I haven't heard anyone else address this. And I certainly haven't heard it from the Republican Party. Because they're afraid of the homeless coalition in power. And no one else will tell you this because they feel it's politically incorrect. One will. Hear me out. There is what no one wants to identify is there is a a new section of individuals. They're actually, they're not homeless. They're people who want free housing. They don't want to work. They can't afford rent. They want free housing. Therefore, that's why they're homeless. If you don't work, you can't afford a rent. They do get a disability check. They do get EBT cards. They all have phones. You know, as many of you know, I've interviewed some people. They have two and three phones and expensive phones. They all have phones. <clears throat> These isn't like the, the original Obama phones that were given out. They have I-12s, 11s. <clears throat> but every town the progressives go to the state house and start demanding more to help, quote, the homeless. Governor McKee is so fearful of them, they just start granting it. So it's, it's not that hard to figure out. If you have someone that works, I'll just say like fast food. Okay, listen, no one said it's the most glamorous job, but it's a job and it pays. And there's a lot to be said, or just in the restaurant, there's a lot to be said for someone who puts in a full day's work. And granted, you know, when you leave there, full time, if you work full time, you get benefits and so forth. But anyhow, so there are people who, claim disability. They don't get a lot of money, right? It's enough money to just kind of get by. But what they can't afford is rent. They can't afford, you know, to pay rent. So what has happened is because of the Biden administration and certainly the McKee administration, all of these individuals who should be in the workforce, who should be working in some LL you know, level of job, retail, restaurant, custodial, whatever it is, right? It's a job. If you if you take care of their housing expense, they suddenly feel they don't have to work. And that's a huge problem. These people, Governor McKee, he's not even addressing the problem. Look at that, under 3%. It, the, you have people that they're not even in the workforce anymore. But you also see the danger. This all started with Biden McKee. And by the way, I have no idea why the Republican Party doesn't start every sentence with those two words. Biden slash McKee. Because they are joined. You know, the, the, when you pay people not to work, they're not going to work. And so as a result of that, it is... It has gone into all different levels. Look at how long, you know, between the pandemic and then the Biden administration, 
folks, it, it doesn't take that long to completely screw up the economy. And then when you listen to those progressive voices, right, yelling at these people, housing is a human right. You deserve free housing and you deserve free housing. And how dare they make you go to work? What happens after a while? They don't work. Now, that whole crew, right, you think they're going to look for work now in June? These are the months, hey, they're being told they deserve to enjoy the summer. They overworked. They give them every excuse possible. You've been discriminated against. You have been a victim of white supremacy. You have every right to not have to work. You deserve free housing. You deserve free food. Housing is a human right, blah, blah, blah. And the problem is you don't have elected leaders who will stand up to this because they're so fearful of it. You know, early on, you go back to last November, when, when the progressives and that co-op collaborative, they're socialists, they're communists, they're not even really Democrats. But that first night, the first response of the Capitol Police were, listen, you, you can't camp out here. We don't allow anyone to sleep out here at the state house. And then you had that Cynthia Mendez, who's running for lieutenant governor, state senator. And she started screaming, do you know who I am? I'm a state senator. And that was a real moment of truth. Because somehow Capitol Police called the state police and they checked with Governor McKee. And then they caved and they let them sleep out in front of the state house. Prior to that, if that had been any other group, if that had been Trump supporters, if that had been Republicans, if that had been parents Upset about what's being taught in the schools, they would have been kicked out. In that moment of truth, Governor McKee folded like a tent. And boom. And what was the message to the progressives? If you push, he can be intimidated. He will back down. Folks, I want to go back to someone that I still think was the greatest president, which was Reagan. Right? And... After the disaster of Jimmy Carter, and, and, and quite frankly, I never thought we'd see anyone in my lifetime as bad a president as Jimmy Carter. But here we are. Um, Biden's worse. But keep in mind, you know, the world watched as Carter and the Carter administration didn't know what to do about gas prices. Doesn't that sound familiar? You had the Iran hostage situation. He couldn't leave the White House. He couldn't go anywhere. And then, thank God, he lost in 1980 to President Reagan. But I've told this before. Many of you know it. The big test with Reagan was that air traffic controller strike. He warned them. They were warned. They were given notice. You're going with an illegal strike. The union encouraged it. All those air traffic controllers, nope, we're on strike. Reagan, they had the press conference. I'm telling you right now, return to your jobs. And what did Reagan do? He fired them. He gave them notice, but he fired them. He drew a line in the sand. Either go back to work or you're fired. Think of what, and and years later, leaders around the world, especially the Soviet Union, they recognized this was a different leader. His word meant something. 
right? You can't fold. Reagan didn't fold to the air traffic controllers. He gave them plenty of warning. Go back, telling you right now, I don't want to do this, but you're part of an illegal strike. And the union, no, we'll just push. He's threatening. He'll never. Boom. So no one would confuse Governor McKee with Ronald Reagan. Governor McKee, I just don't think we've seen anyone. Chafee folded a lot. Raimondo didn't really fold. Raimondo stood up to those teachers. Remember her speech about those teachers in Warwick just threw in the towel on those kids. And then she said the teachers in Pawtucket threw in the towel on those kids. Whether you liked it or not, no one pushed Gina Raimondo around. Prior to that, Don Kachiri, Governor Kachiri, no one pushed Kachiri around. Absolutely not. Uh, McKee is like a balloon on a windy day. Right. The first thing he did was give the Providence teachers whatever they want. Then he gave them three thousand dollar bonuses. Gee, what a surprise. The Providence schools haven't changed. You know, the expression in AA. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. You have the Providence Union that controls the schools. They won't make any incremental changes. It's a huge deal. Oh, do you want people you want teachers to actually show up at open house night? You're going to pay them. Oh, do you want teachers to spend five minutes after school answering questions from teachers? No, you got to pay them extra. Nothing about the education. It's all about the money. Um, but the first thing McKee did was fold and give them the contract that they wanted. And then on top of that, gave them $3,000 bonuses that opened the door for all the state workers got $3,000 bonuses. You know, years from now, they'll talk about how bad... Were things in Rhode Island in 2022, someone will say, I remember things were so bad that the guy at the time who inherited the job, he was never elected, this guy McKee, he was the lieutenant governor. He gave judges with lifetime appointments to the bench. He gave them $3,000 incentive bonuses to stay on the bench. That's how bad things got in Rhode Island. That's what we're living through right now. We are in Desperate need of leadership. Desperate need of leadership. Um, and I'm also going to touch on, you know, the numbers at the border are frightening right now. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Stop in and see them. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Call them 401-949-7800. 401-949-7800. Now listen, you deal directly with the owner. They've been in business since 1963. It's evolved into a business new generation. Kitchen, laundry appliances. They have a beautiful cooking showroom. Stop in and see them. You deal directly with the owner. They'll match or beat any package deal. Their hours are Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. But on weekends, you can make an appointment. Saturday and Sunday by appointment. And right now, remember, they have a great selection on grills. There's nothing like, you know, in the afternoon or nighttime. And you can smell someone cooking out on their grill. Great selection of Weber grills. And also, remember, they're saying there's going to be a record heat summer. They still have a great selection, built-in walls, air conditioners, windows, uh, or for built-in wall senior apartments or condos, washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Folks, shop local. Stop in and see them. 
I'm big fans. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Look for them on Facebook and stop in and see them today. At least listen, shop local, give them the shot. I think the service is just a thousand times better than what you're going to get at a big box store. And on top of that, you're also shopping local, which I always try to do. Folks, check out the website, thebeatro.com, and it's brought to you by Centerdale Revival. That tonight, game six, Celtics, Golden State, catch all the action, Centerdale Revival, Shane, they'll have the game on, comfort food, cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Great food right across from North Providence Town Hall. So a couple of different um, items in the news, and I do have some some sound that I want to play. And um, again, just repeating the story, there was a body pulled from the water in Warwick today, but it is not connected, unrelated to the investigation of Charlotte Lester, who has been missing uh, since May 16th. We're going to have more on that later tonight. Don't miss that. We will also have attorney Tim Dodd. You know, everyone talks about you got to let all the illegals come in. And Governor McKee wants to give out driver's licenses to illegals. And as I've told many of you, you know, Alorza is running a sanctuary city, right, with the city of Providence. The census, no one disputes this. The rest of the media won't highlight this for you, but I have it all documented, sourced right there, right there. Um, Is this a religious program? Thank you, Bendy. No, it is not. Sometimes it is. But all right there, folks, 60,000 illegals are living in the city of Providence, at least minimum. How many illegals are living in Pawtucket? A healthy dose. There's certain pockets of the state where illegals live you know the biggest concentration is providence 30 to 35 percent maybe 40 percent of the population of providence are illegals um what does that mean it means they're not paying taxes uh central falls huge percentage central falls um i i think someone had told me 80 percent of the children in the school system in Central Falls are all illegals. Pawtucket has a large amount. Woodsocket has some illegals. West Warwick has some illegals. And then you go down to, um, I think parts of Newport does. Uh, I think not as many different pockets, but the biggest percentage is Providence. And all you ever hear is, you know, it's that's what Rhode Island, that's what America's all about. You know, the media never likes to highlight this type of story. A search is underway for New Bedford man. Wanted for allegedly raping and sexually abusing a child. Channel 12 tells us an arrest warrant, I'll play the sound, has been issued. 46-year-old Leon Mahada, also known as Leon Mahada Vincente. He said he's been a citizen of Guatemala, who up until recently was living in New Bedford with his two children. Is there anyone that believes that this individual entered the country legally? Investigators believe he has fled the area. It's unclear whether his children are with him. Children have been identified as 17-year-old and a 5-year-old, Hector Mahada Sakwa. The specific sounding, uh, surrounding the crime are unknown. They believe both children are in danger with a very good chance he was headed to Providence, which serves as a sanctuary city for all illegal Guatemalans. Um. Folks, this is the news never even likes to ask 
or they don't even report on immigration status anymore. And by the way, we're getting the numbers now, and it was a record number. Now, there's Channel 10 has it as well. New, New Bedford police search for rape suspect. You know, I'm going to actually play both stories just for a laugh. And I want to see if they even mention his immigration status. Uh, and then I got the numbers for the number of illegals that are um, tried to come over the uh, border. And um, <clears throat> let me... Um, Hold on. I want to just pull up both the Channel 12 and, and Channel 10. And, and many of you know this. They, they've gotten out of them. I, I don't know what it is. It's like political correctness, but they won't even mention immigration status anymore. And, and again, no one also likes to even mention this is one of the downsides and dangers. When you allow people into the country who are not vetted, we don't know. Uh, suddenly you have an illegal Guatemalan. Supposedly headed to Providence with a five-year-old in tow. This happened in Bedford tonight. These two <clears throat> local children, a 17-year-old and a five-year-old, missing and endangered. Right now, their father is on the run, wanted for the rape of a child. Thank you for joining us tonight. At 11, I'm Patrice Wood. The night team's Molly Levine is live in New Bedford as the search Remember, continues keyword, tonight. illegal alien Guatemalan. Patrice, the Bristol County DA's office says that until just recently, the man and his two children lived right here in New Bedford. Take a look at this picture. This is the man that they're searching for. He's 46-year-old Leon Mejia Vicente. Authorities say he's a citizen of Guatemala. Again, he's wanted for rape and sexual abuse of a child. Since the warrant for his arrest was issued, police say he fled the New Bedford area. Authorities say they don't know where the children are at this time, and they're considered endangered. Police are asking the public's help in finding the Suspect and his kids, 17-year-old Petronilla and 5-year-old Hector. Anyone with information is asked to call the Massachusetts State Police. No mention of immigration status. None. How do you think he got there? Oh, you think he's living here legally? You know, they, they're so fearful of offending the illegals in the population that they won't even mention the downside of that. No one will tell me or convince me that our local media is not complicit with this. Now, I've heard the guy was seen near the Silver Lake area. Let's hear the Channel 12 story. First breaking last night. Search continues for this man, Leon Mejia Vincenti, who was wanted for the rape and sexual abuse of a child. Police tell us they're trying to find him and his two children. And 12 News reporter Kayla Fish is joining us live with what we know so far. Kayla? Illegal alien. Well, the Bristol County DA's office tells us the suspect in this case is a citizen of Guatemala who until recently was living here in the city of New Bedford with his two children. Now investigators believe he's left the area and that his two children may be in danger. Now, I want to... You know, it's just... um, I, I, frankly, folks, as many of you know, I, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. I don't understand why... With the local media, they feel we don't want to offend this illegal from Guatemala, um, who obviously these children are in danger. And also, I just received this this morning. I'm going to have this up on the website later. Record-breaking, nearly 240,000 illegals were apprehended at the border in May. Unprecedented number of illegals were apprehended at the southern border. 
more than 239,000 in total. That's another month of the highest number in the Department of Homeland Security history, a 300% increase from the average main number under President Trump. More than 3.5 million illegals have now crossed the border in 16 months under Biden because it's an open border. And Biden's immigration crisis isn't just affecting border towns, illicit drugs, fentanyl. Do you ever hear Governor McKee talk about, or Helena Folks, do you ever hear them ever mention fentanyl and illegal immigration, opioids and illegal immigration? Never. How do you think they're getting in here? Illicit drugs flowing into the country at an alarming rate as border officials struggle to contain the smuggling. Over 1,100 pounds of deadly fentanyl and 11,000 pounds of methamphetamine. Meth was seized at the southern border in May alone. Last May, Biden claimed we've gotten control of the southern border. It's absolutely a disgrace. Absolutely disgraceful. But again, I want to come back to, you know, this whole notion. And and some of you uh, that are longtime listeners know, because I've talked about this, that, you know, uh, the past, I don't know when it is, past few, well, actually now as I think of it, it's actually the past few years. When I contact law enforcement about a crime or a criminal or someone they want, and I'll ask about immigration status, you know, one police law enforcement individual said, you know, Juan, at one time when there would be someone in the news <clears throat> and there was a very good chance, listen, We kind of know the profile. They need the English translator. That all of the media would question immigration status. And he said, you know, there was a time the Providence Journal would publish illegal. You don't see that anymore. And they're right. Channel 10, Channel 6, Channel 12, they would all publish that. No one publishes that anymore. I think it's relevant. Governor McKee, you know, the story that he doesn't like to talk about. Is there's several of them. Number one, you have that Providence City Councilwoman, Carmen uh, Astia, what's her name? Castello? Yeah. She's on the Providence City Council. She was involved in a hit and run. She went to court and she needed a, a translator for it. She's sitting on the blanking Providence City Council. How is that possible? <laughs> and then, of course, the other one was back a few, few weeks ago. Um, Early May, yeah, early May, that woman, 76 years old, she was set to go to uh, Great Britain for her birthday, celebrate turning 76. Killed, hit and run, Union Avenue, Uh, the driver pulled an illegal U-turn, ran her over, fled the scene. Remember the guy who was sitting behind the family in court? They were all crying. It was at a Monday arraignment. He needed a translator. He lives in Providence, illegal, has a Massachusetts driver's license. No mention of it. You know, no one thinks, Governor McKee, he doesn't talk about, if you're going to give people a driver's license and they can't speak English, there's a very good chance they can't read English. So, you know, he, he doesn't know 
he, I, I'll, I'll bet he didn't even know he was making an illegal. I, I don't, I don't know whether or not he knew he was making an illegal U-turn. But you, you can't look. Look how we're endangered. They just put everybody on. They just put them on the roads, and we're all supposed to adapt to it. And it is one hundred percent completely wrong, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show at um. Is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now listen, at 1246 on this Thursday. And again, folks, we go until 2 o'clock. Don't, don't miss tonight. Uh, Facebook Live with uh, attorney Tim Dodd. We don't have him on that often, but it's going to be a really good one tonight. Continuing our coverage on the Charlotte Lester case. Unless there's some kind of breaking news, and we'll cover that. But J. Perry Paving, letter J, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. They stay on schedule, free estimate for any project. So if you're thinking of getting your driveway paved, call J. Perry Paving or your patio, seal coating, commercial 401-732-1730. Give them a call, free quote, 401-732-1730. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, it's a, um, and believe me, once they get done with it, it'll be affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And remember, with J. Perry Paving, there's no one better for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Uh, Whether once a month they do a drawing, whether they do a free driveway for a veteran, or at the very least, you get a discount you're not going to find anywhere else. Look for them on Facebook. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And just a reminder, today's Thursday. Sunday is Father's Day. You know what? Why not get your dad's driveway paid for him? That's a nice Father's Day gift, 401-732-1730. Folks, right now at 1247, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, listen, Ron's Pastry Gourmet unfortunately has closed. However, this weekend, this weekend only, they're back. They're going to be part of the Federal Hill Festival. So starting Friday night, and then all day Saturday and all day Sunday, you can find Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're going to be right in front of the Bank of America. And they'll have their famous uh, Trump 2024, those delicious chocolate donuts. They'll have cupcakes, the most delicious calzones, uh, pizza strips, sausage and pepper. But his chocolate donuts are just tremendous. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Lives another day starting tomorrow night, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday up on the hill and look for them right in front of the Bank of America. I think I'm going to try to make it up there at some point, but I don't know. It's going to be a very, very uh, busy weekend. Juan is doing Newsmax on Saturday, and then we have the search Saturday afternoon for Charlotte Lester. So, folks, right now it's it's 1249 and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And, and, and as I said, I started off by saying it again, folks, I'm going to have a lot more sound uh, next hour. But I um <clears throat> I just think the wheels are like completely, completely coming off, um, completely coming off both the state and the nation right now. You know, you also. You really see the value of when you have competent, true leadership. Not everyone's a leader. 
Uh, uh, when you don't have a leader and you don't suddenly throw a lot of money into the mix, what happens when people don't earn money? They just blow through it like it's it's like lottery winnings, right? Think of the stories of the lottery winners that are then broke. I mean, it's it's sad, but right now. Um, I, I think, if anything, Governor McKee, is uh, is this really the person we want for the next four years? He's the person that's going to lead Rhode Island. I, I don't see it. Um, I'm not sure he's going to make it out of the primary. I don't know what our answer is. I know that Biden certainly is not the answer. Hey, I also want to play Channel 12 has an interesting story coming up tonight with Tim White. They have a good promo for it. And it's some of the students that were part of the naked fat test that Pork Boy was joking about. Let me just uh, play this. Investigator Tim White, late last week I sat down with five former North Kingstown High School students. Twelve News concealed their identity and altered their voices. For more than an hour we talked about what they went through with former basketball coach Aaron Thomas. Each student says they were alone in his office and completely naked as they say Thomas conducted a series of tests on them. Despite what they have endured, what stood out to me from that interview is the comfort they feel now that something after decades of inaction is being done as we know state and federal investigations have been launched top school officials resigned and thomas has been removed from education it's a powerful interview don't miss our target 12 investigators exclusive school scandal tonight on 12 news at five you know what's so um sick about that folks and again he hasn't been um charged with any crime pork boy's friend Coach Thomas, but I, I don't know what to make, like many of you, I don't know what to make of that story other than th- this guy had this, I don't know how else to describe it, and I, I want to watch my language here, but he, he, he just, I, I don't know, there, there's no, there was, if you step back and no one has come forward, Neither the coach or even Pork Boy. No one can find one person to step forward and say, no, that's the way you do the test. Not one person has stepped forward and said, no, they're doing it properly, right? That's the, that's the way you do it. You have to be completely naked. So you have to look at if, if the person, the, the, the young male, the young teen did not have to be naked, what was gleaned from that, other than for some reason, I, I, you, you wouldn't conduct that test if you didn't, how can I say that? You, you wouldn't do those types of tests on young males if you didn't enjoy it, right? You wouldn't keep doing it. It wasn't part of his deal. He just started doing it. And would document it and remind people, hey, so I, I don't know how else to describe it other than there's obviously something bizarre where this particular individual, I, I guess we're using the word allegedly, but all of the, there's an investigations, the judge said it was going on. No one's denying the test took place. So he somehow enjoyed being alone in a closet on his knees 
with young males naked, and he is measuring and around their very private areas. So that's odd. You know, I don't know what to make of that. Um, So when he would walk down the hallway or encounter these males, it it, it was like a weird, very strange. um, I don't know. I've seen you naked type of thing. I've seen you at your most private. I don't know what to make of that. And what I really don't know what to make of is anyone that would defend that or laugh it off. It still seems in, inconceivable that in this day and age, anyone that's listening that's a coach, I mean, you take workshops, there's classes. Um, I've said in the past, like many of you, I mean, I've coached basketball, I've coached soccer. Uh, they, you, you have to, you know, they want to know, they have to go through a BCI check, uh, you go through a class with a lot of this stuff. And there's, there's some very helpful things. Right, like you don't punish the child if the child is late for a practice because many times they're dependent on a ride, so you don't get angry at the child uh, for being late because a nine-year-old can't get there on his own. So if he's being dropped off late, it's the result of his parents and family. So you don't punish them. They talk about you know you don't embarrass a child, you don't yell at a child, uh, and one of the things they talk about is you you certainly want to be cautious about putting yourself in a situation where you're alone with a child. And and that protects both parties. So the child doesn't feel uncomfortable. The parents of the child don't feel comfortable. And if anyone was anything was ever said or an allegation made, the coach has, you know, a witness. And we I, I'm glad Dan McGowan talks about that he was he coaches baseball uh, of the Boston Globe and he coaches Little League, and there was a situation where there was a parent late picking someone up, and it started to rain, and he had the child sit in the car, and he stood outside the car. And I actually, I understand, I can, I don't blame him for that. So, but what is, this is, so he's, it, it's still, when you think about it, you know, this coach was getting away with years where they would go into a, a closet in the dark, close the door, and then kind of put pressure on them to, take their underwear off. It, it is bizarre. I don't know if there's ever going to be any charges brought on this. Um, and, and as I've said in the past, what I find even more, there's nothing funny about that. When I've heard that, I've never found it amusing. I feel really bad and terrible for those young men. Um, and I'm glad to hear, it'll be interesting from Tim White's piece of Channel 12, to hear that a lot of them at least feel that at least something is being done about it. Um, you know, folks, a lot of, uh, it is a little bit of a tangent, but between that and also, there, there is definitely a problem still in the schools with school bullying. You know, that, that and males being bullied in school, I, they're still not addressing it properly because it's still obviously going on. Uh, between the pandemic and then social media. Uh, But those, you know, I know it goes a little bit different, but those two school, you know, the recent shooters, Buffalo, uh, the Texas shooter, they they were both ostracized. They're both considered losers. They're both total bullied, singled out losers. 
There needs to be better programs at school to identify those students, try to help those students, prevent that type of action. I'm not making any excuses for it, but there's definitely a correlation where, uh, like the Buffalo shooter left a note for his parents saying he he apologized for what he was going to do, but it needed to be done. That is someone that does not care if they live or die. And to get to that point at such a young age, something needs to be done about that. All these school shooters are seemingly um, misfits, if you will, social outcast. They become loners. They feel at 18 their life is nowhere. Um, and, and, and think of that. So, uh, that, again, that's not certainly not meant as an excuse, but something that the children in our country and our state are under attack. Governor McKee has never talked about the North Kingstown situation, and he's never talked on the young people. Matt Dennison from West Warwick and also Olivia Passaretti, both young people killed on the roads by drunk drivers. And uh, our children are just under attack. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Thursday is brought to you by Propane Plus. I have a lot of sound next hour. I have a lot of sound next hour. Propane Plus. Call them today, 401 885-4209. If you use propane, you want Propane Plus. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. They have a very easy-to-navigate website. You just give them your zip code, residential, commercial, Propane Plus. For all your propane needs, heating, cooling, a lot of businesses now use a lot of propane um, uh, outside for restaurants that use lighting and heating. Propane Plus contact them today well right now it's 1259 here's what we're going to do next hour is radio only we will be doing facebook live later the latest on the missing person case uh next hour you can listen am 1380 or 99.9 fm or online at the website dpetro.com we're going to break for the one o'clock news another big hour to go stay with us on the john DePetro show